Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Mental Health Check-In with Leek. Today I have a special guest, Josh Kelly. How are you doing, my bro? How are you? Man, I'm blessed. Uh, glad to be on here, man. Thank you for coming on. Um, do you want to give a little info about yourself and what you do before we start? Yeah, most definitely. Um, so right now I'm currently... Um, currently a high school football coach and uh i trained athletes former football player at the university of central florida um really just been playing football my whole life um yeah man so that, that's that's pretty much what i have going on right now my main things i got going on what's up man like i said thank you again for coming on the podcast we'll get to these questions like so my first question, I ask my guests every question, this question all the time. I feel like it's needed to be asked. A lot of people don't ask it nowadays. So I'm going to start off asking you, how's your mental health? Um, It's, it's doing good now, man. I'll be lying if I said, uh, you know, it, it's always great. Honestly, the past um about month, you know, I was, I was dealing with uh, some mental health battles, actually. So... When you hit me up on Instagram, I, I felt it was only right to, you know, accept the the offer to come on the podcast and, um, you know, speak on that. Because up until really the, these past few months and really maybe this last year, just transitioning from like a football player to now coaching and, and yeah. other ventures in my life, um, you know, I didn't really deal with too many mental health issues because yeah. I... You know, I, I like to view myself as a pretty strong-minded person. Um, you know, I, I'm deeply rooted in my faith, not saying I'm perfect, but, you know, that kind of got me through a lot of my battles. And um, it wasn't until recently, like, I'm like, man, what am I doing with my life? Like, you know, um, when you're starting something new in your life, you got a lot of doubt, uh, you know, some fear, some depression, anxiety going on. So, yeah, man, I, I'm doing much better now. That's good, man. I feel like that question needs to be asked more. I feel like a lot of people be struggling and silence. You know, the reason that suicide is like one of the leading causes of death in the worldwide, you know, especially of men. So thank you for answering that. Absolutely, uh, bro. My next question for you, growing up, was it okay not to be okay for you? Um, see, growing up, man, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I used to be like a popular kid in school, you know, athlete. Um, so I kind of just would, would put up a front and I like, you know, so it it was not OK not to be OK. Yeah. Honestly, it, it really wasn't. And even if that's not what my peers and, you know, the other people around me thought that's what I thought for myself and, and that's kind of how I I went about things because you know I was going through a lot of things at home um going through a lot of things in my personal life so I just kind of like you could really never tell like a lot of people just like oh why did he act this way but like I would never really let anyone in what I was going through I kind of just you know kept it pushing so 
Yeah. Um, I know that you talked about, like, um, you know, we talked via bio about, you know, not having your parents and being homeless. Like, can you talk more about that? Yeah, um, most definitely. So, um, born in Brooklyn, New York, 1997. Um, my mom, she was mentally ill, actually. And my dad, he was never in the picture. So from the time, you know, I was a baby, a few weeks old, I lived with my grandmother, my great grandmother, actually. And um, from there, we, we lived in Brooklyn to my grandpa. I try to make this, you know, a, as simplified as possible, you know, because my story, it could it could take a long time to really explain. But um, yeah, my grandpa, he killed three of our neighbors. And basically, we had to pick up. Um, when I was five, pick up everything and move. We moved to New Jersey. From there, we were living with one of my grandma's sons, one of my uncles. And, uh, you know, I wasn't really treated properly there. Um, he had two of his own kids. One of his kids, like, battled seizures and was in and out of the hospital a lot. And, um, you know, I just didn't really get treated the same, couldn't really eat the same food as their kids, wasn't really getting the same opportunities. So, uh, eventually, you know, when my grandma saved up enough money, we end up moving out to Florida with one of her other daughters, um, one, one of my aunts. And then, you know, it, it was much better in Florida, better opportunities, better community where I live, Oviedo, Florida, really nice place. And, um, you know, but I was still going through some things mentally and in my personal life because a lot of kids in the suburbs where, where I live, you know, they had both of their parents. They had nicer, yeah. you know homes and cars and it wasn't really like that for us we were like low middle class you know renting yeah. small duplexes living in apartments old beat up car you know wasn't really having it like that like don't get me wrong my grandma made yeah. sure we had food on the table made sure I had clothes the video games stuff like yeah. that you know it, it wasn't the same as these other kids so you know I always mm -hmm. like in a way and when people ask me like oh where's your parents where's you know why do you live with your grandparents that kind of like dug deep at me and, and as a kid I didn't really understand why I would act a certain way but now like as an adult when I sit back yeah. and think about like you know it makes sense so um you know I, I didn't become homeless actually to my high school years um my grandma got sick and then I had to move in with my aunt and then her home got put up for foreclosure and then I was really like don't get me wrong I wasn't living on the streets but I was going at <laughs> you know, from friend's house to friend's house, staying with different people. I didn't have my own place, um, you know, and I didn't really have much guidance, um, turned to doing the wrong things to try to get by. And that really like messed up my football career. I only got to play one year of high school football because um, grades were falling. I couldn't really focus on school. And uh, yeah, man, so that definitely had, had an impact on me as a youth, the way that I went about my school life, the way that I went about how I treated people, like, you know, I was very angry. Um, you know, a lot of people say, I, you know, I wasn't the nicest of people, but um, I will say this though, man, everything changed for me when, um, you know, when I accepted Christ into my life. So that was kind of my, my escape. That was my, you know, my uh, sanctuary, I guess, Go going to yes. God with prayer and, and just trying to learn more and more about him. I'm still learning, you know, I'm still learning, man. I'm not perfect, but um, that that's kind of what helped me get my mental right for real. God. Yeah. 
That's good, man. I I can relate with you when you say, um, you know, my my mom and dad was on drugs, so my grandma raised me. So I can understand the part where you know why you you know people are asking why your grandma, why you with your grandma, you know, with your parents and stuff like that. You know, as a kid, I didn't want to say, oh, my mom and dad on drugs and stuff like that. You know, my grandma took me straight from the hospital, so yeah. I get that. I definitely get that part, man. Um, your story. Never, never say your story isn't long. You know, you never know how much your story can help somebody that's listening, like right now in the future. You know, wherever you at, whoever to see your story, you can be going through the same exact thing you went through. You know, yeah. and seeing where you started from or where you at now. You know, it's a testimony, my brother. Testimony. Absolutely, man. And I also want to um, I want to say this. Uh, through the grace of God, now me and my mom, we we have a very strong relationship. We talk on the phone. You know multiple times a week we pray together at night um you know and my mom she once you know she saw me get saved and like you know that changed her like I remember sometimes my mom would call me on the phone as we started you know rebuilding our relationship when I was like you know 18 19 and she would you know she would still be dealing with her her mental health issues like she is diagnosed mentally ill but like on medicine you know all that type of stuff but like she's completely changed for the better now and I know that's um you know through God through us praying through us you know being there for each other and it's like well I feel like we have a stronger relationship than a lot of people who have known their parents and been with their parents yeah. their whole life and you know not only that my mom was homeless in the streets of New York like for two years living yeah. in shelters literally living on park benches oh, wow. and now she has a career job working in the airport. Now, like her, her life has completely changed. Her mental health is, um, you know, is great now. And, and, you know, so that's, that's a very strong woman that I come from. And, um, you know, she kind of is able to boost me up at times when I'm feeling down, like, you know, she had it way worse than I ever had it. And she was able to, you know, make it through So, and with these difficulties and challenges and, you know, um, so yeah, that's just if anyone's going going through something, you know, my my mom, she's a very strong woman. If she could do it, y'all could do it too. That is that is dope, bro. I say that's dope. That is a testimony in itself, right there. It's definitely a testimony. Um, my next question for you: You know, there is a stigma surrounding mental health, right? But there's also a stigma specifically around men's mental health. So what do you say about the stigma that, you know, men can't cry, we can't be depressed, you know, we can't say, we gotta be strong. Like, what do you say about that stigma? Yeah, um, bro, I, I feel like that's, that's something that society has put on men for, you know, for a really long time. Yeah. And especially, I feel like me, I, I don't know if you can relate. I know a lot of my boys could relate though. It's like when you're the person who has to stay strong for everyone, it's like sometimes you just need someone to be strong for you. Sometimes when everyone comes to you with their problems or they need advice or they need something out of you and you just gotta be that rock for everyone. You gotta, you know, be strong, can't show no weakness. And even when you're going through it, you gotta keep a smile on your face. You know, that gets exhausting. It really does. And um, so I'm here to let y'all know, like, if you're going through something, if you feel a certain way, you, you got to talk to someone. You got to let yeah. it be because eventually it's going to get bottled up and, and you're just going to explode. Like, it may be the littlest thing that sets you off, but it, it could be just a buildup of so many different things. 
And I think, um, especially in the sports world, you're expected to be this yeah. tough, macho guy. But in reality, like, you're a human being. You have feelings. Yeah. Like, life is real, man. Everyone has a plan. Everyone, you know, thinks that they could hold it down till life smacks you in the face. Now, you feel me? Yeah. How you react? And I think that's the biggest thing. Like, we're, we're not meant to do life alone. We're not meant to yeah. keep our feelings bottled up you know i'm not saying just go go tell your business to anyone but i feel like if you have a, a strong support group of you know mm -hmm. friends family members whatever the case may be like i, yeah. I think it's really important to be able to talk to someone and you know let them know how you're feeling express your feelings emotions like it's okay to you know let your guard down sometimes i know a lot of people probably you know <laughs> have let their guard down in the past yeah. and been hurt and now they feel trauma but it's like at the end of the day you holding on to that trauma and unforgiveness it, it's really only hurting you so you know find that group of people that you can go to in your time of need and I think that's really important I mean that was so good you can tell that you um it's a church and stuff like that I hear that all the time you know it's a, you know we're not meant to do life alone I first heard that when I started going back to church never heard that nowhere so um Thank you for that. Um, the next question. Before I get to the next question, anybody out there is listening to this mental health podcast, mental health check-in, you know, if you're dealing with any thoughts of suicide or depression, or if you know anybody that's dealing with it, you know, there is a suicide prevention life num crisis number, and there's a new number out there. You could dial 988. All you have to do is dial 988. Please reach out if you know anybody or if you're struggling with suicide, suicidal thoughts. Um, I am a suicide attempt survivor you know um short story about me um i was sexually abused by two of my male cousins you know didn't start dealing with it until like i got older so you know i got trust issues with men and there's plenty of times where i tried to you know take my life you know thank god that i'm still here probably by the grace of god he kept me um but my question for you have you ever dealt with any thoughts of suicide um Honestly, no, not really, uh, because I always I always try to see, you know, try to think about the bigger picture. Like, you know, rainy days ain't going to last forever. Yeah. And when like, when you're feeling, if, if you're feeling that bad, like, I, I personally feel like it can only get better. Like, it's only up from here. And, you know, you just got to take it day by day, day by day. And, um, yeah, I, I know people who have committed suicide. I know yeah. people tried to commit suicide and um, yeah, so I know that's a real thing, but I personally feel like, you know, for anyone who, who may be feeling like that, anyone listening who may have those thoughts, um, you know, seek help, seek help for sure. Like this is not the end of your story. This is not the end of your life. There's, there's better days to come and, and you just have to truly believe that um, whatever works for you, whether that's prayer, reading the bible talking to someone you know meditating whatever that is for you i know for me that personally is is praying whenever something's going wrong for me whenever i feel like i'm in a you know stuck in the mud i can't get out like i'm gonna just pray until i feel a little bit of peace and that's that's what brings me my peace so i think everyone you just you know try to find what brings you your peace and um you know sometimes it's good to disconnect from the world and yeah. No, um, yeah, man, but but suicide, that's that's a real thing. Like you said, a lot of people lose their life every day, every month, every year to suicide. So um, 
we we got to be able to as a community even random strangers like you know i'll be willing to talk to any person um if they're going through something you never know what someone's going through man so just it's all about love and kindness to other people you never know like your words to a random stranger could completely change their life so i think we need more love and more kindness in this world yeah, I feel that um, it's crazy. I was telling my cousin um, the other day, like a couple weeks ago, I was in a McDonald's drive-thru and a young boy and the drive-thru was just standing looking. And I was like, somebody asked him a question. I was like, how's your mental health? And he was like, you know, it's okay. He's like, nah, it's like real messed up. I said, you know, it is support. I said, make sure you Google is your best friend. I'm going to tell everybody, listen, Google is your best friend. There are free, a lot of resources out there. You know, you got people like NAMI, you know, NAMI is national, but you know they got chapters in different, you know, cities and counties and everything. So make sure you do that, you know, the free support groups, you know, at NAMI is not, you know, therapy, but you know, support groups are good to be in a support group. And most of the stuff is online, you have to go in person. It's yeah. like good to be in a support group, like he said, you know, accountability part, you know, community around you. That's community. Whatever community may look like for you, like you say, you don't have to tell your business to everybody. But it's some people in your life I know that you can trust to say, hey. Like I'm going through, like I used to hold a lot of stuff in, but now like if I'm feeling like suicidal, depressed, I'll let my friends know, hey, I'm not feeling this. I'm, feel, I'm feeling this way, you know, I'm just sad or whatever like that. And it's good to have these um, people in your corner. You know, I also have lost friends to suicide and it's, it hurts, you know, but um, I just thank God that, you know, I'm still here. Even after all my attempts that I'm still here, you know, to do this podcast, just talk mental health, you know, like I'm not a mental health professional at all, but I just talk from, you know, my experience and stuff like that. Definitely, man. And uh, hey, that's, that means a lot to people. Yeah. Um, my next question for you as an athlete, man. Okay. You know, um, me and Josh was, I was talking to Josh about how, like, I would love to like do this mental health podcast with athletes because I feel like y'all need like, not gonna say need a mental health talk. I feel like it's good to talk stuff out because you know y'all on that field. Most of the times, I feel like um, sometimes y'all probably taking stuff out that y'all going through on the field and everything. So, like, what can I say this? Um, what do you think? Like, how do you feel about like athletes having you know not seeing a therapist or just talking about mental health and everything? Um, I feel like as an athlete, for one, you know. You have you're held to a, a much higher standard than just a, a regular whether you're in school a regular student whether you're a pro than a regular you know other person who's a professional in, in their career because you know you have a lot of eyes on you you have the media on you you make one false move and now the same people who were just praising you and loving you are, are now talking crazy about you so yeah. I feel like it's it's like a roller coaster you're you're expected so much you're expected to almost be perfect and um you know when people express their feelings or like a perfect example I feel like someone who who I feel from the outside looking in I don't know him personally obviously Antonio Brown like I feel like he could have had people in his corner to you know check on his mental health that maybe could have saved him the trouble of, of acting a certain way that he did in a lot of situations. So I feel like with athletes and mental health, I think that as a school, as an organization for the pros, like that's something they, they could definitely do a better job in 
you know, offering those type of resources to the men and women there, um, you know, because you're expected a lot. There's a lot that's expected out of you. You got to, you know, I could just speak from me as a D1 football player. You got to wake up at 6 a.m., go to breakfast. Then after that, you got meetings. Then you got more meetings. Then you got practice. Then you have weights then you got to go to class then you got to go to your next meal then you got more meetings in the afternoon and that's just the things that are required of you that's not your social life that's not putting in extra work to be great that's not doing your homework you know what I'm saying so that's a lot that's expected of you and if you don't meet those expectations every single day now you may lose your job you may lose your scholarship hey lose you know playing time on the field and you know a lot it's a business at the end of the day like it's a business that it's and it's a result-based business like they don't really care what you're going through a lot of the time they care what you could do for them and if if you can't do the job I'm asking you to do then it's next man up like and so I've literally seen people and even me in high school though not in college I didn't really you know have have too much mental health or problems it got better for me in college but high school like I literally tried to reach out to some of my coaches and let them know what I was doing and they gave me no type of guidance no type of advice and this is a young man you know 16 years old going through so much at the time I'm trying to let you know I don't even know how to communicate properly at the time and you know you just kind of brushing me off so like how do you think that makes me feel now I'm gonna continue to keep acting the way I'm acting and acting worse I'm not making uses for my behavior because at the end of the day you got to be accountable for for what you do but I'm just saying like I really feel like whether it's high school whether it's college whether it's the pros like I think they're there could they could do a better job with creating more groups or resources for those athletes going through things mentally because it's a lot on your plate and you have more on your plate than the normal person but you're held to a higher standard. So you have to deal with that, all that, and and do it at a at a high level, or yeah. you know, you're you're gonna be looked at a, a certain way and it's probably not gonna be in a good way. Yeah, yo, everything you said, I definitely agree with you, man. That's so dope. Thank you for that perspective. But I I know that one recent person that came out about myself what football player was Lane Johnson. Like when I see stuff like that, like football players, like celebrities, you know, people that people look up to, like it's always dope to like see that they speaking about mental health. Something like this, you know, like if you speak about it, you got this big platform, you know, everybody else will speak about it. So I would salute, you know, I feel like, you know, like it's, I just feel like it's needed to be talked about, you know, but you know, matter football player, basketball, baseball, y'all all got, you know, it's hard for y'all, you know, and all that pressure and everything, you know, it's, I always felt like y'all could never talk, never, never say like, oh, I suffer from depression, but now it's like people are talking more and more about it. It's yeah. like so dope. I know like plenty of basketball players, baseball players talked about, you know, struggling with depression, you know, Olympians, everybody been talking about it. So like when people talk about the like mental health, it like excites me. Like I I love it, man. Yeah, let's have this conversation so we can heal from what we didn't even know we needed healing from. Definitely. There's a um a wide receiver that plays for the Broncos. I actually saw um, on Instagram like two weeks ago his name is KJ Hamler and yeah. he was speaking on like he he was having suicidal thoughts and he was in a dark place he lost um his grandma who was really close with him uh-huh. and 
fact that he was able to, you know, get up on that podium in front of everyone and, and say that and express how he was feeling, I think that was, you know, that was really big because that even that even spoke volumes to me. Like, man, this guy is out here being real. He being vulnerable. Yeah. Like, you know, you never know who that could have affected, who that could have saved. Like, this guy, you know, because on the outside looking in, you see people, pro athletes, oh, they got the – the fame, they have the money. Like, why would they ever want to, you know, do this to themselves? Or why would they ever feel that way? But it, it's much deeper than the surface. Like, you never know what people are going through. And that just goes back to what I say. Like, when these athletes are, are held to such a high standard, you think they're just supposed to be robots and have no feelings and have no emotions. But, like, you don't know what's going on in their yeah. personal life for real. So, I, when I saw that, I thought that was, you know, that was really good that he he spoke out on that. Yeah, thank you for that, man. Like, I just, anybody listening, you know, I just want everybody that's listening, you know, if you're struggling, any mental health problems, you know, speak up about it, talk to someone, you know, you do not have to suffer alone. Whatever community looks like you, it could be a friend, you know, cousin, a pastor, a church community, whatever that community is, a football team, a basketball team, whatever that is, you know, talk to somebody so you don't have to struggle in silence. Um the next question for you, um, what can you tell someone that is scared to speak up about their mental health? What, what can you encourage them to do to speak up about their mental health? I would say that to anyone who is afraid to speak up on what they're going through, just know that you are probably going through that for a reason. And that reason may be because it is much bigger than you. I feel like I've gone through a lot of things in my life and at the time, I didn't know why like why am I going through this like god why do I but then I I look back and it's like wow now I have this experience that I could share with other people that can help help them if they're going through it or that I can you know speak on it to to prevent that from happening so you know I, I feel like if you're going through something just know yeah. going through it for a reason and you know use that to help others and you know, because I personally, like, I believe that's that's my biggest purpose in life is to have a positive and forever lasting impact on on as many lives as I can. Yeah. You know, everyone has their own purpose. They may believe or some people may not feel like they do have a purpose. But I think if everyone tries to, you know, lift up each other, love each other, um, you know, inspire, give a helping hand, then this world would be a much better place. I know that's a lot to ask for. But, if you're going through something, do not be afraid to speak up, man. Do yes. not be afraid. Men and women, you know, you never know how how your words and your situation can affect the next person. So, yeah. 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 So, my next question for you, right? Let's get into fitness, man. You know, I think you're a beast, man. You know, trainer and everything, coach. How important is fitness and mental health how important is that bro I personally for me I feel like they go hand in hand like I could be having a bad day I could be feeling down boom I go hit the gym go hit the field after that I'm done with my workout hour and a half two hours sometimes if I need more three hours bro I leave it feeling completely different and it's like on a I don't even like to get into the whole science thing but like it's something like when you exercise, it releases endorphins to your brain. Or, but aside from that, yeah. man, like, bro, that gym, that field, that's that's like my happy place. Like if I'm going through something, 
mentally feeling a certain way, feeling angry, um, feeling anxious, depressed, whatever the case may be. I go get me some work in. I, I always leave feeling better than I came in. And that's like, you're literally directly working on yourself, not only physically, but mentally, um, because you're pushing your mind, you know, like you got to keep pushing yourself. You got to have that discipline to go in there, do what yeah. you do. So I feel like, like every single person in the world should exercise at least a few times a week. Doesn't have to be crazy. doesn't have to be no intense mm -hmm. training like I do, but just something, something to hold yourself accountable, something to push your mind um, and, and help you, you know, cause when you work out and exercise, you're not only getting stronger physically, but you're definitely getting stronger mentally as well. Yeah. That's good, man. Um, next question for you. Um, you said that your dad um, left, right? I never knew him. I, never I, don't, knew him. Okay. I don't know anything. Okay. About so not knowing him, did that affect you mentally growing up? I'm not going to lie. It really didn't. Like, okay. because my grandma, she, like, she held it down. Like, I wasn't even, like, like who? I, I wasn't even thinking about anything like that. Like, maybe here and there, I'd be like, hmm, like, I wonder what bro looked like or something like, but, like, I really didn't care because my grandma was literally my everything. Like, she yeah. made sure I was good no matter what. I, so, I, you feel me? Like, that didn't matter to me. I'm a, so I'm a, I'm a grandma's boy, too, so. I you feel me, bro? Like, <laughs> I my Rest in uh, I get it, man. Listen, my grandma took me for the hospital, so I get it. Like, <laughs> um, my next question, next question is going to be one of the last ones. Um, what what are some good coping skills you could recommend to somebody? You know, it could be anybody listening. You know, you being a coach, like, what are some good coping skills that you could recommend? Um, some good coping skills that I recommend in any situation, and this is. Not the easiest thing to do because, you know, sometimes yeah. as, as human beings, we are impulsive. But I would say instead of reacting to every situation, like just, you know, because reaction yeah. is is impulsive. It's feeling based. You know, your feelings are subject to change. I encourage everyone to try to respond, you know, a response. Yeah. You got to think it through like, hmm. What's the outcome if I do this, if I do this? If you react, sometimes you could just react at an impulse, have emotion and flash out, you feel me? And now you're yeah. sitting in a place, in a position you may not want to be, whether that's losing your job, whether you're sitting in a jail cell, whether it's, you know what I'm saying, putting yourself in a bad predicament just because you acted off of emotion instead of sitting and really thinking through a response and thinking, mm, how, maybe, you know, I should go about it in a different way. So that's one thing. Two, for me, and I'm always say this prayer um whenever i'm feeling bad angry whatever want to snap on someone i just gotta yeah. uh, deep breath close my eyes and, and send some prayers up to to god for real um and you know there's no certain way you have to pray i talk to god like like he's one of my boys i talk to god like he's my best friend so yeah. you know god he, he he judges your heart he checks your heart so it's you know the way I have my relationship with the Lord may be different than you and the next yeah. person. So I think, you it's know, that, you feel me? It's, it's about yeah. that relationship. It's about what's in your heart. And he sees that. So prayer. And then number three, um, I'm going to go right back to what we were just talking about with the, the workouts, man. Yeah. Like anytime I'm feeling down, like I really mean that. 
I go get some work in and it makes me feel a lot better. Lock in, put my headphones in, whether I'm listening to music or listening to a podcast, depending how I'm feeling. And, um, you know, just working on, on me. And that gets me right every time. Yeah, that's so good. Um, let me see. Some coping skills guy, you know, like he said, prayer is a must, you know. I need to do that a little way more than I don't, I don't do it that much. But I pray every morning when I go to work, I'm getting in the car, driving to work. But um, prayer, you know, God, therapy, make sure you get to therapy, guys. You may not find the right therapist the first time, but there is a therapist out there for you. No matter if it takes you 10 times, 20, 50 times, there is a therapist out there for you. Um, you can't afford therapy. There are support groups. Support groups aren't therapy, but it's not, you know, a replacement, but it's something to help you get to talk your stuff out, you know. And as a group, you know, they can give you feedback. So you never know, you might meet somebody that you've been through that went through the same stuff that you've been through, you know, journaling, that's good. You know, music, you know, working out, you know, it's different coping skills. Whatever coping skills look like to y'all, make sure you guys do it, you know. Um, and to end this off, I want to know what's next for you, bro. Like, Josh, what's next for Josh? Josh, um, currently I am about to start uh, a, a new job actually uh, with life insurance, health insurance. I'm going to get licensed for that in the state of Florida. So I'm going to give that a try. Got some people that, uh, you know, I'm pretty close to grew up with and they're doing, doing really well. And, um, you know, I feel like that's, that's a good way to make some residual income and have more of a flexible schedule around my coaching. Cause um yeah. I coach varsity football, defensive backs. So, you know, that's that's a lot every day. But uh, I love it, man. I love the impact that I can have on these young men's lives. And, you know, other than that, it, it's kind of, you know, just football is is my passion. Um, so I'm always going to be around the game. I'm going to continue to keep working hard coaching. I want to climb up this coaching ladder. My goal, you know, to be a, a division one college football coach um, and really just, you know, continue to keep networking, continue to keep inspiring. Uh, I have some, some clothing that I've really? made that, uh, you know, I'm going to start that back up. I've still got my training. Say, is, that, is that the show? Oh, that's the show. Oh, they probably not going to see it, but <laughs> is that, is that your, your shirt right there? Oh, no, nah, this is, uh, okay. I thought on you know, video. So this is, this says unity respect power to the people you know a bunch of different colors um hands shaking you know just like it doesn't matter what color you are it doesn't matter what race you are you know everyone should all be unified and um you know not divided we you know respect love each other and that's uh that's why i put this shirt on to well, just... take a picture of the shirt right and send it to me and when i post the link to um the podcast i would definitely put this shirt you know show with the shirt up and everything and support Bet. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so that's that's really what I have going right now. Um yeah, it, that's that's really it, man. I'm I'm open to continue to keep growing, continue to keep learning. I don't have it all figured out, but um I'm gonna just keep you know progressing every day, moving forward. And I know that yeah. as long as I stay the course, do right by people, love others, that uh I'm gonna end up being exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, and thank you for that amazing conversation. Thank you for being so open and to talk about your, you know, your life, your journey, mental health, man. Thank you for being a guest on here. 
Like, I really, really appreciate you, you know. You're like one of my first athletic people. I don't really count the people from like these reality shows that I do, but you know, like athletic person. <laughs> You're the first person. So thank you for coming on, my brother. Of course, bro. Hopefully this uh this could open the, the doorway for some more athletes to come on here. I definitely try to, you know, get you connected with some of my guys and you know, I want to see this thing grow. I think you're doing a really good yeah. thing here. Um, you know, really good message. So yeah. keep it up for sure, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Absolutely, bro.